Indian and cowboy, indigenous, independent, and listener-supported, rooted firmly at the intersection between digital media, podcasting, and indigenous storytelling. And welcome to Otopemsu Squewa Kitsugisakuk Metis in Space. Space, 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 space. Molly's Val. Molly Val. Oh my god. It's amazing. The high mind is real. We've just melded. We've melded. That's the vowel coming at you. And you are Chelsea Swain. Yeah, here we are. Again. Thanks for joining us Holy. here. Yes, yes. Um, uh, wow. I know. I, I don't even. What were we doing it, again? I guess it's this real <laughs> schmancy wine just got us all totally messed up, mixed up. I, I although I do think it's the hive mind. It's like that Douglas Coupland book where it, they're like, do you say Coupland? Is it? Isn't, isn't that it? Copeland? Copeland? I don't know. I maybe. Maybe I just. I don't know. It's the wine. Uh, but you know that that book where they like see the bees and they're in this government underground facility and they're all eating this soil and green. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In okay. the end, they find out they're eating each other's brains. This yeah. wine is, is our, basically each other's brains. We're just drinking each other's brains mm-hmm. and joining into a gelatinous mass. They're delicious. Yes, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. So okay. So let's just talk about the wine for a second since we're yeah, talking about call, the wine for call. a second. Okay, we bought this like schmancy expensive wine. It's from 2012. It was like. It's so much. This is the most we've ever spent on wine by a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's not like $50, like great i mean i i'm not such a wine connoisseur that i can i can say like if you if if you put this next to dep wine i'd be like yeah the dep wine's like not as, not good, as good but i wouldn't be like this is 50 dollars better but i mean you know what i mean like if we were billionaires mm-hmm. then the difference between 20 dollars or like 10 dollars and 50 dollars is not very much yeah but we're not but so we're it's not. actually like a huge difference <laughs> yeah so it's yeah it's a huge difference and the difference is not enough for us right right so this but is it's tasty this is uh amarone delle valpolcelle classico tomasi Sorry, it's, it's an Italian ciao. wine. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. Oh, shit, it's an Italian. Bella, ciao. Oh, wait, no, 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 okay, it's... Okay, since 1902, the Tomasi <laughs> family is dedicated... Wait, did you, like... <laughs> did you look at the English and go, Oh, no, it's an Italian. <laughs> no, the Italian's up above. Oh, okay. I was like... I don't want to. We, like, we've done some like strong. we've done some on the fly translations from French. I didn't want to do it in Italian. That's, um, that's fair. Okay, this family has dedicated itself to the art of viticulture. Viticulture. I thought it was like viticulture, but viticulture. Okay. In, in maybe maybe wouldn't it be funny if viticulture didn't have anything to do with wine and they just slipped that in there? Oh, and it's like they're cheese makers, or right? Something. Right, and we're just because we're so uneducated, we don't know. Yeah, and they're. They're banking on that. They're like, this is the wine for people who want to spend too much on a bottle of wine. But don't know that we make cheese, not wine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The elegant ruby red wine, or this elegant ruby red wine, is produced uh, with the indigenous grapes, Corvina, Corvinone, Rondinella, and Ocelletta, whatever, which are selected by hand and dried for about four months prior to being gently pressed. They use dry grapes? That's like mm. wild. Uh, the Amarone is then aged in Slavonian oak barrels. They're making Slavonian. shit up. Slavonian. <laughs> oh yes, the beautiful nation of Slavonia. What? I think. Have you ever Slavonian seen Slavonian um, oak? Is so much more majestic. Than, what's that? What's that princess movie with? Um, 
What's oh, her face? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Julie Andrews is her grandma. Right, right, right. Is that is Slavonia where <laughs> I, she's I'm pretty from? sure she's from Slavonia, yeah. yes. Maybe that's where the Princess Bride takes place. Um, best with red meats, game, and aged cheese that they make, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, this is totally just an ad for their cheese farm. <laughs> uh, Tomasi Amarone is also the ideal companion to enjoyable conversations. <laughs> I've been enjoying this conversation. Indeed. Also, this font is so small. This is like a <laughs> like a six or something. It's really You're supposed hard. supposed to read it before you start drinking. <laughs> yes. I can't get over the Slavonian oak barrels. Okay, so what I think is so funny, so we bought a bunch of wine for, um, for episodes coming up, and they all have these, like, epic stories that don't seem to have anything to do with wine, or wine is, like, tangential to these, like, yeah. epic stories, and this one is, like, not really epic. It's, it's, yeah, no, but this, but, I mean, it's, you know, we're paying for the, the expensiveness. I guess. Not for the stories. <laughs> I'm looking up viticulture right now. Viticulture. I, I feel like viticulture is the thing, but it doesn't sound like a okay, Viticulture it, it is, makes more sense. No, it is. It's from the Latin word for vine. It is wine growing. Well, you know what? When we have our own winery, <laughs> we're going to call gonna it. We're going to do it viniculture. No, we're going to call it wineiculture. <laughs> no, we should call it cheeseiculture. <laughs> Just to mess with them. <laughs> I'm going to eat some cake now. You talk about the show we watched. Yeah. Oh, wait. We should talk about the fundraiser we're doing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'll talk about it. Chelsea eats her victory cake. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, folks may remember back in the day when we were sat in, in uh, Quebec, mm-hmm. um, we wanted to come back. And our plan was we had this whole plan called Back to the Land, to Land, to Furious, mm-hmm. where we were going to move out of Edmonton and we were going to start finally our dream that we've had for a million years, which is an indigenous feminist uh, compound yeah. um, where we basically can just live our best lives, have matching shotguns and matching rocking chairs, mm-hmm. tell white people to get off our lawn, etc. Yes. Everything, uh, everything fell apart. It didn't happen. Yes, it didn't happen. Fast forward however mm-hmm. many years we've been here and Chelsea just woke up one morning and decided to make it happen. I was trying to avoid writing my thesis. So I decided why, why not? Isn't now a great time to launch a fundraiser for land? Yeah. So we're doing it. Um, we've been lucky enough, I think, that we've uh, had the opportunity to meet a bunch of different people doing land-based work, which has been really, really cool. And everybody does it in kind of these different ways. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really dependent on sort of not only where you're positioned socially, but where you're positioned geographically, yeah. what resources you have at your disposal, um, you know, what, what sort of the legal constraints are, what the demographic constraints are, all these other things. And so... For us, we've realized probably the best way to go about doing it is just to buy the land outright mm-hmm. and then to, you know, magically transform it through settler law so that into we a, don't own yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, into a land trust. So we and also so we don't own it, so we can't lose it. Yeah. Right. So we can't like because we're always going to be busted ass poor people. Like we're it, ups and downs, ups and downs. But there's mm-hmm. going to be there's going to be downs, and we're worried about losing the land because of pressures of poverty so yeah which is exactly what happened to our ancestors, ancestors. exactly all that yeah. script land was fee simple land and yeah. disappeared um as it does when you have to choose between keeping land and keeping your kids fed mm-hmm. so anyway so we're looking to eventually get it yeah put into some kind of trust or and you know we're still figuring out exactly what that's going to look like but you can check our twitter um you can check tw- chelsea's twitter you can check my twitter uh, we have a GoFundMe going, uh, and we're hoping, you know, this is like a medium to long-term project. Yeah. Like we're not hoping to, you know, have the money set by next month, but, um, this is something that, you know, we've been talking about doing for a couple of years and mm-hmm. the time is now because if the not now, then now. when, and if not us, then who, who, and if not viniculture, then, then what a culture. culture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, we watched a show today. 
It was fun. I had a good time. It wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. I know, but it was it was hilarious because you kept jumping even though nothing scary was happening. You were just like jumping in anticipation. Like they open a door, you're like, "Ah!" (laughs) It's like somebody walked it onto the frame of the camera and I was like, like, No (laughs) Totally. Um, So we watched the Twilight Zone. Folks may remember we watched the Twilight Zone way back in the day. I think Mm -hmm. season two? Season one even? Uh Um Yeah, it was so the original Yeah series. I'm eating cake. Just deal with it, okay? It's delicious. Yeah, you're having your cake and eating it, too. I am. Uh, so, yeah. So, we watched the original, back-in-the-day 60s uh, Twilight Zone about a thrillion years ago. And I thought we'd watch the 80s reboot. I think we'd planned to and, and just never did. Never have. Yeah, it always fell through. So, yeah. we've skipped ahead yes. um, to, 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 to the now. contemporary one. Yeah. And I was convinced it was going to be scary because Jordan Peele mm-hmm. narrates it. And Chelsea told me this in advance. I was like, oh, this is going to be terrifying. Yeah. Um, but thankfully it wasn't. Yeah. Because um, I had enough with Chambers and mm. also seeing Get Out that one time, which I talked about at length in Chambers. So I'm glad this wasn't like a conf- confluence of Chambers and Get Out, which would have, like, I would be dead. Yeah, we found that Twilight Zone was more like eerie and like weird ideas and like, what if? Yeah, you this know? was pretty weird. Yeah. Uh, so what we watched was uh, Twilight Zone Season 1, Episode 4, A Traveler, mm-hmm. where a mysterious man's arrival at an Alaska police station's Christmas party prompts a sergeant to investigate his ulterior motives mm-hmm. so it's set in uh iglac alaska i don't really know where that is is it real i don't even know, if, I might don't know. Be a real i'm not place. i'm not i'm not even gonna google you google you google and tell us people yeah it's not like we do research we're not researching no this is experiential learning we are research creating we are doing an autoethnography. i'm just you totally shit. just finished your method i know i just section, i just pull, pulled all this stuff out of my ass anyway incredible <laughs> So I'm doing um, gastro creation right now. Oh, I like that. Wine. Yeah, gastro creation. We're allowing we're allowing the culture of the wine to enculture us. I, I feel like that is a real methodology. It probably that is totally forward. <laughs> that is our method. Thing. That is the methodology we have always consciously been using on Métis in Space. It's true. Oh my God, we are like the vanguard scholar warriors of exciting new methods yes wow inventing new methods my ego's so huge right now (laughs) every day every day um so the reason we chose to watch this one is because uh it does feature a bunch of inuit folk they use the wonderful word helenot which makes me smile um yeah and so yeah that's that's mostly it is we're like okay let's 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 see how they address inuitaity I don't know. It's like indigeneity, oh, but like Inuit focus. I like it. Yeah. What about Métis? Métis-a-tay-a-tay. Métis-a-tay. Métis. No, I like the extra syllable. Métis-a-tay-a-tay. Yeah, but the more Métis it is, you just add more tays. <laughs> Métis-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay. <laughs> yes, but I am more Métis-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay than you. I have way more Métis-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay than you. <laughs> That's what, the, that's what it's like to live in the East, eh? <laughs> totally. Is there the most nation of the rising sun? Their AGM is they just all go up. No, it's like it's like it's like the 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 I don't know the shining sun off the white eagle on the northern pine nation of the Nova Scotian of the indigenous Métis buffalo herder land of the great cod. Land of the great half-breed cod nation of the rising buffalo. Their Métis-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a-tay-a
Somewhere in the east, an entire organization just died. <laughs> and was born again, like a phoenix from the ashes of nothing. Oh. Anyway. Oh, of, of fake oh. membership cards. <laughs> just all these terrible membership cards in this gross plastic fire. <laughs> oh, anyway. You probably okay. use, like, <laughs> the clip part from fucking Word. <laughs> Your mascot is just that paper clip from Microsoft Word <laughs> with the sash <laughs> and an eagle feather because they always fuck it up. That's what they put on the top of their fake ass totem pole. <laughs> <laughs> and then they write a book about it. Anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, where were we? I I don't know. We, we went really far. <laughs> I'm gonna eat some more cake. You, yeah. you figure out where we are. Uh, okay, yeah, Iglac. That's where we were. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. Inuitaity. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Don't choke on your cake. <laughs> that would be such a bad way to go. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so Iglac, a place that may or may not be real. Sorry if it's real. Yeah. We didn't look. Um, so you get uh, Northern Lights everywhere. Beautiful, yeah. incredible. Everybody's happy. Except everybody, because there's a woman in the front of a car driving, and there's this dude in the back, and it turns out she's a cop, he's arrested. A cab! And she's his sister. Yeah, she, like, yeah, arrests him so that he can, like, participate in this weird pardoning ceremony. But, like... But not so he can participate, because her boss, who's, like, the shittiest white dude ever, wants somebody to pardon. And so for some... I don't know if he ordered her to go get her brother in particular, or if she just picked it, like, in any case... Like, that's where you quit. I mean, where you, when you quit is before you even start. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. like, what Yeah, is this premise? So he's he's bitching about Christianity. Love that. Um, yeah, it's Christmas Eve also. Yeah, and they're playing they're playing Christmas music. Yeah, he's playing Christmas music over the cop disc. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it, exactly. It's the cop radio. Yeah, also, can we just talk about this pardoning thing? This pardoning oh, ceremony? Oh, it's super weird. I it, couldn't... Because he's, like, setting himself up like he's some sort of, like... God, you know, I know. Like, I, it's, I was like, is that how things work in the states? Can, no. can a sheriff pardon someone like that? Don't you have to go through like the the trial or no. like legal whatever? Or I think like, I think all it all it would be legally is he just doesn't charge it or he drops charges because no because he hasn't gone through he hasn't gone through anything he hasn't been found guilty of anything so pardoning him is just letting him go and not charging him. Yeah, it's it's not even a big deal. It's like cops who like. Let you white people go when you've been like right. I don't know. You're going. You're, you're speeding. Like, I'm on my way to yoga. Zone. Yeah, and, I'm late for my yoga. And yeah. they're like, they're cr- like, and okay, and, and they like, pardon you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's like just real. It's just power a fucking power yeah. Okay. So and also, like, if we're talking about this as a Christmas <coughs> tradition, it doesn't really make much sense for like a number of reasons. Why? Well, why is this a Christmas tradition? It, well, he anything this, it should be an Easter tradition. Yeah, he had this whole. Wait, what? Why? I feel like you have some weird religious reason for this. I gotta hear. No, because so part of the whole like Jesus crucifixion story is that the Romans uh, have this tradition where they let um, a criminal go Mm. sort of around this time. Oh yeah. And yeah, part of the story is that the crowd is manipulated and instead of letting Jesus go, they let this guy named Barabbas go. Who's like this terrible human being, Mm. supposedly whatever. So they let him go and Jesus gets to be crucified still or whatever. Um, I can't believe you know that. I'm always shocked. Well, I went to Catholic school. Yeah, I know. So, 
it's like this weird thing, right? Because like the Romans are supposed to be these big evil guys and rah, 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 mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so why would you take up one of their traditions in the first place? But then also why would you do it on Easter or on Christmas, which well, is Jesus's birth, not Jesus's... He had this weird line. He was talking about the three wise men and like inviting yeah. a stranger into your home. And it was all about this stranger. He kept talking about the stranger and how you like, you, he, he, he stops being a stranger. So he wants to pardon a stranger, but, yeah. he, but he can't pardon a stranger because he knows everybody in the town. I don't know. Yeah, it was a mess. It's some weirdness. Basically, the also, dude is just like on the biggest ego trip yeah. of all time. Also, he has, he has like the, the, the cop shop there, like full of folks on Christmas Eve, like engaging in this weird little ceremony with him. Ritual, yeah. Yeah, like the worst boss ever. But Yeah, totally. Like it's clearly he has like no life <laughs> and like mm. just gets off on making people do stuff he wants. He's like one of those like white people that goes up north. But he's a lifer, you know, and so he like actually hates the place and he's miserable and he's been there for like 20 years and he has no respect for anybody. And, and that's the thing. He's going on about how the stars are so beautiful. It's like the stars that my ancestors saw when they first came here. Yeah, to tame the wilderness. To tame Alaska. And, and what was out here before that? You know, just bears, bears and, Eskimos. and Eskimos. Yeah, of course he had to go there. Yeah. Right. And, cool, and tons of people in that room were like Inuit. Yeah. But and everybody's like... Uh-huh. And that's the thing is like there's so much of that like awkward laughing when your boss makes like a terrible joke, mm-hmm. but you know you have to laugh. Yeah. Because it's your boss. Yeah. Like the work the workplace dynamics were really funny in those. Oh, they were wild. And not everybody worked there because like the mayor was there and all this stuff. So I think some yeah, of the people weird. were from the town, but Yeah. But then okay, so back to the car. Mm. Um he's bitching her, he's like, I can't believe you arrested me, and then he's like, Oh, Helena Christmas makes me feel like a loser and and uh, and then he says he, he says like I know who you are I know you're a sellout and, yeah. and stuff like that you're a, you may be a sellout but you're not a bullshitter yeah 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 so um so okay so she doesn't have him cuffed she just has him in the back gets him out of the car cuffs him to take him into the station and they look up and there's this like really bright light in the in the sky and he's like that's not that's not the northern lights. yeah that's yeah. what what is that and then he was mentioning that her name um meant it means like bright light it's like brilliant oh, or something I didn't yeah. Know that. And I, what, what is her name? Yuka. Yuka, but I don't, I don't remember what her last name was. I couldn't get a oh, thing on, I couldn't, I couldn't see her little badge there. Roll down, uh, Mongoya. <clears throat> oh, Mongoya. Yeah. So yeah. So he's like, oh, that light's for you or whatever. And yeah. And then, okay. And, and the thing that keeps happening too is, uh, there's this issue with the power grid. So the lights keep kind of going off and on. Yeah. And there's the, a, the cop shop shares power with the army base that's yeah. up there, yeah. which I also thought was interesting. Right. So this is mm-hmm. everything sort of like drawn towards this sort of like militarism mm-hmm. right and it's, it underplays kind of everything they keep bringing it up you know the russians are just across the way yeah um you know we have this military base we should be grateful that they're here etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah well the, and that's the thing is the north has often been a place like there's a lot there's been a like a history of military bases up there and mm-hmm. and then so, in sort of a colonial sovereignty anxiety oh totally that like you really see playing out in this yeah 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 we have to be here to 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 lay claim to the arctic mm-hmm. well um okay so they go inside yeah, the weird party. So I, something I liked about this party, or I liked about the way it was portrayed. So it's like in this like small little cop shop, right? And like totally overblown decorations, like a big tree and like all this stuff. But and and the lights keep flashing on and on, off and everything, and sort of this enforced joviality. But the 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 decorations and everything um, keep being creepy. Like there's times where you know it's like there's dolls with eyes and like 
like weird little alien decorations and stuff yeah, like, and like ventriloquist dolls and all yeah, sorts of weird. Yeah. So you get the, you keep getting these like weird flashes of, of the decorations and you realize like how creepy they are. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, so one of the things that I liked about this, one of the reasons that didn't scare me mm-hmm. was that I was, I was really trying to divorce myself from sort of the, the visual cinematic tricks and the moon music. Yeah, and and yeah, so it's like the uh, the audio stuff, the visuals, mm-hmm. the way the cameras focused, like the lights. I was like, it would be totally normal for the lights to go on and off huh. in a situation like that. So I'm just not gonna assume that that's scary. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, this is better. And then I was like, okay, they've really zoomed in on this guy's face, and that's kind of freaking me out. But like, there's nothing else that he's doing that's <laughs> scary, so I'm just not gonna worry about it. But and I, then I was like, okay, yeah. this is okay. But I like that about the tricks because it does take sort of like everyday normal scenes like mm-hmm. Christmas decorations and makes them a bit spooky with a little bit of like an angle. Yeah, a weird and a angle. Shadow. And yeah, exactly. It, it, it is. It's cool. It's, it's definitely like a skill that I do not have. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, so uh, where were you? Oh, yeah. So the cop shop. So she puts her brother inside the cell and she basically is promising him, you know, at least you'll get a Christmas dinner. Out yeah. Of yeah. And he's like, this totally sucks. You're the worst, but okay. Also, he really wants pie. I love, yeah. I love his dedication to pie throughout this. Totally. Like, that is a man of my own heart. Also, he never like, he, like, he just like, I don't know. He, he's totally just like going with the flow. He's like, this sucks. Yeah. I hate this. Like never, never tries to like hide what he's feeling or whatever. Yeah. Like, and his, and his, and his dislike of, of the white man is like, palpable beautiful it's a beautiful thing but it's also like it's kind of sad right because i mean and they they bring this up sort of throughout the show as well is that the brother is very well known to the police yeah right and he's he's obviously been in and out for all sorts of petty shit yeah his whole life it sounds probably mostly like drunken being drunk disorderly um because you know they they say later on (coughs) he's accused of stealing something and his sister's like he's never stolen a thing in his life right so it's clearly you know it's not it's just like little stuff yeah it's yeah, probably yeah. you know and it's probably you know it might be mental health related it might be colonialism related yeah. it might be right he's probably been dealing with bs from these like white military assholes his whole life and mm-hmm. so then it's you know he's the one who's taking the brunt of it and she's the one who of course then has to rise above it yeah until so she becomes a cop and she becomes part of the system and he's like really straight up about telling her that he thinks that's bs yeah it sucks yeah he's my favorite yeah i really liked him actually throughout this thing because he was the only one who had like sort of a clear view of everything totally he's like all right i gotta be here but i'm gonna get fed and like all of you suck and you're all sellouts yeah um yeah so uh she leaves the brother every other cell is empty she brought him in because they wanted somebody to pardon yeah no they didn't have anybody else that christmas so she just arrested him you know in a clear violation Mm -hmm. of police uh, never mind i'm not even gonna say police ethics those aren't real uh in a clear show of police ethics (laughs) she just arrests him just to have somebody to pardon yeah and my favorite part of the whole show i think was the big cell door keys on the ring ridiculous like Like, classic yeah in every movie ever you get the big ring of keys and so she locks him and then she puts the keys on a hanger that he can barely just not reach. I know, but he probably, like, if he'd actually really tried, he could, probably could have reached it. It was so totally. funny. But yeah. whatever. So then, you know, she goes out back in, and, you know, uh, her, her boss, Captain Lane Pendleton, is just, like, giving the spiel about the pardoning thing. So he says, go get our prisoner to pardon him. So she goes back in there, and then she notices that there's, like, a dude in another cell. He's, like, in this, yeah. like, striped dark suit. Like, and he was like obviously not there when she went yeah, in. Yeah, he definitely was first. not there. And he's locked in, and the keys haven't moved. Yeah, and he's like, she's like freaking out. Who are you? Shining the light on her, on yeah, him, and everything. She pulls the gun on him. Yeah, 
We were so worried that her brother Jack was dead. I was sure. I was like, okay. I was not worried because I saw him move and stuff. And you're like, somebody's moving him. And I was like, yeah, I was like, maybe he's like infested by a parasite or something is what I was thinking. But that would have been so scary. I know that, that would have been so the worst. But I, I was like, oh man, please don't just like kill the Enoch. Like yeah. just off the, you know, right, right away. Like, I, I thought he was going to be dead because he wasn't sort of like movie star beautiful. Right, right, right. I was like, they probably just killed him off because he looks like he could just be an extra. So yeah. I'm, I'm also glad that that wasn't the thing. Wasn't the case. Yeah. Because I also like, I feel like it does say something about, you know, sort of this idea of desirability politics and who gets to be in certain roles, yeah. right? Who, this, who, who gets yacked? Who yeah. gets yacked? Who gets taken over by creepy alien parasites? Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. Um, and so, see, and that's the thing. Maybe I don't want to be the one taken over by creepy alien parasites, but I obviously would be in this timeline. Right. That's not okay. Anyway. Not okay. So uh, he says he wants to be pardoned. um, And then he said that it was weird. He was like, I want to be pardoned just like you. You want to be pardoned. Yeah. And that was all ominous. It was interesting because they didn't necessarily come back to that idea of pardoning. No. No, he just he just messed with their heads. That was it. Well, no, no, because I feel like it, it is sort of this idea, right? Because his whole thing is that he's going to give her what she wants, mm-hmm. right? And so I think part of what he's trying to do, and he, I think he fails at it because he doesn't quite understand what's going on, Yeah, is that he wants to create a situation in which it's okay for her to get what she wants. Yeah. And so he's being pardoned so that it's okay that he's doing what he's doing. Right, right, right. Right, like, I, I really I really am interested in sort of this mechanism of pardoning. I guess. Right, because it plays back into that Christian Christian thing about forgiveness. Right, right. Right, you can do whatever you want, but then you go and you confess, and then you're forgiven, yeah. and then clean slate. Yeah, it's fine what you did, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It. I feel like it kind of, like, it. I, I feel like it tried to go some kind of deep way, but it kind of No, it doesn't fell flat. quite get there. No, it really doesn't, like... But I mean, but maybe that's it, right? Like, cause you're all like, cause it doesn't quite get scary. Yeah. Right? But it's eerie. It's eerie. It doesn't but, quite get deep, but it gets, yeah. you know, you're dipping, you're like knee deep. Yeah. It's like dipping dots deep. Yeah. <laughs> Which is space ice cream. So I, I know. For it. True. True. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, there's, there is something there. There's sort of like this idea of forgiveness, this idea of wrongdoing, this idea of people sort of justifying things to themselves in their mm-hmm. own mind based on their own experience. And you see that happening on different levels throughout the show. But I wanted him like, so I was trying to fit, you know, you're watching, you're like, Ooh, what is it? Is he an alien? Is he like, uh, like a spy? Is he, you know, I wanted him to be like an ancestor. I was totally just coming was to like, who's going to come and fuck with all the white people and like, and just like get rid of all the white people. Like I was like for that. I was like, yes, it's, I was like, okay, they started with the Northern lights. Maybe it's like, you know, like a trickster or like, or just an ancestor coming and just being like, you know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get these guys out of here. And yeah, I really wanted it to go there. I really wanted it to be like extra indigenous. But I also wonder like with a show like this, cause chambers, you know, we watched chambers last time and yeah. there was, there were these Easter eggs for indigenous people in chambers while it was telling the story that everybody could get. Can you do that with a, such a mainstream? What, well, it's, it's really mainstream. Yeah. But it's also you get a 45 minute or 40 minute episode in which to set all this up. True, true, true. Right? Because you can't, if Chambers had had to do what it's, you know, and I still haven't seen all of it, but it had to do that whole story in 40 minutes. Yeah. Could they have made that make sense? And also, like, it probably wouldn't have been a good idea to make, like, indigenous, I mean, because we would have saw it as indigenous people being, like like the heroes Yo, like yeah. Inuit heroes but of course like mainstream watching that would have been like oh my god 
like Inuit are bad. And also, so, I wonder too, like this idea of ancestors, right? Like our understanding of who our ancestors are and what ancestors do is really mm-hmm. different from like ghosts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like I feel like a lot of yeah, it wouldn't be white yeah. people. You know, you get this sort of like mainstream, and you know, I'm, I'm using the Lion King here. The Lion King's obviously not a great example because <laughs> it's taken from an African story. But, you know, get the Mufasa figure. Okay, yeah, yeah. Simba, you're fucking it up. Like, do better, you know? But, like, that's kind of... That's a a real minority of sort of when... Like, how white people sort of conceive of interacting with people who have gone before them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's usually, like, more spooky and, like... Yeah, yeah. and terrifying. And there's, like, evil and it's, you know... You know, even even something like Hamlet. I just wanted it to turn into some sort of, like, awesome, like, Inuit monster legend and that just like been and super scary and because eat the captain's face i was yeah. really hoping for some face the anyway have some like really scary oh man some of the creatures. scariest like stories for sure yeah 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 but like I, and also it was nice because there was not a wit to go in sight no 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 there was yeah there was no like weird at least they didn't go there they didn't start like mixing up cultures and yeah. like well, they, didn't, and also they didn't go heavy into the culture they, mm-hmm. they went more into like that sort of mainstream angst of like you know, you're one of them, like the the, yeah. the brothers, like you want to be one of them and everything. And so that, yeah. that we've seen that play out like in, you know, um, on the bodies of many different indigenous peoples throughout these, you know, the things that we've watched, but at least it wasn't like totem poles and yeah, totally. But, but also just like, it's, it's nice that they, you know, I think it makes sense that like the story is sort of based around and they, they really use sort of a lot of tropes around, um, different kinds of invasion mm-hmm. throughout this whole thing, but it was it was also just nice to see a story that's not doesn't take place in sort of the the Southwest and doesn't take place in the on the plains with yeah. those with those cultures. Yeah, and the, that those stories and because I feel like we get a lot of skinwalker stuff, we get a lot of way to go stuff. Yeah, um, but this was this was a different kind of story which I appreciated, even if it didn't really wasn't necessarily an indigenous story. Yeah, it, it hit the Graham Green mark where you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know where Graham Green just like plays. You know, like doesn't play a an person. Indian, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so you've, just you've a got person who happens to be indigenous. Yeah, like I'm hoping that the actors were Inuit, but like, anyway, whatever. Like, but they were just they were just characters, and like there was yeah. a bit of that, but it wasn't it wasn't about that necessarily. Yeah. Which, which we can, I mean, that's good. Yeah, I, I, w- I would like more of that as well. Like, yeah, that's I mean, just more at, like more space for indigenous yeah. actors. Period. Yeah, there's, it's been very. I'm trying to think if we've seen that at all, where indigeneity was not treated as like no hardly ever no yeah. in, in like visual media no but like um I've, I've read some like uh uh robert sawyer does that a lot like he in his books where he like he always includes and he always says like uh what does he say native canadian it's so it's so awkward right. yeah but yeah he always includes like a native canadian uh scientist you know yeah. so like there and there might be like a little bit of like talking about indigeneity but he's just like he's just a scientist you know yeah yeah i'd, I'd like to see more of that like in in movies mm. and things like that. Yeah, same. But not cops. Like anything oh, that cops. God, not co- and it seemed, this is the thing is like, I was trying to think back, like what other stuff have I seen where that's not a thing? The other thing I thought of was Gargoyles, mm-hmm. where the yeah. main human character is a black native. A, as a black native. But she's also a cop. She's a cop. And she wears a badass red leather jacket and I love her so much, but she's a she's cop. She's a cop. Like why, you know, there does, there also seems to be this kind of push because we've also seen other native cops. I want to say there was one in Deer Woman. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the uh, sidekick guy. Or yeah. Whatever. And there's always like tribal cops and stuff. Like yeah. I can think of like, there, okay, there so like Lawnmire and yeah, yeah there's there tons. seems to be this push to copify native people. Yeah. Or their lawyers. 
Yeah. Because we've seen some native yeah, lawyers, Yeah, they're, they're just, like, they're deep in the system or in a way. Or casino working. That, yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's, I think that that's a bit of a different trope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This idea yeah. that, like, we're going to make indigenous, we're going to normalize indigenous people yeah. by making them part so of, deeply yeah. into respectability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically making them betray their own people, which yes. is like, and it's interesting, right? Because I think that this show is really turning a critical eye on that and saying like, you like she arrested her brother and yeah. her brother's not letting her forget it. Yeah. And like, you know, her motives are actually quite fucked up as the show continues. You can yeah. see that play out, which I also liked, right? Because mm-hmm. she's a complex character. She's not, you know, she's not like my grandmother's told me that I must behave in this way. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, so yeah. this is an engine, you know, light yeah. beams out for you, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, she like, she has messed up motives, right? Yeah. She's, she's a person first and foremost. Right. Yeah. And she's, we don't necessarily fall back on these tropes that were somehow, you know, morally superior. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, right. It's like, she's copified yeah she like, is. we don't need to we don't need to be copified to be fully human we yeah. don't need to be copified to be complex characters we don't need and to be copified period I, like we shouldn't be co- nobody yeah. should yeah no just and, Ugh, and copification and and just end cops yeah end cops and copification so jordan peele who is the rod serling of this he uh he there we get a narration there he's sitting in a chair it was with a present because he, yeah. yeah he has this like cheesy looking present on his yeah. lap like with the little bow and he's got this like fake fire he's sitting beside i thought it was so or, like funny. frozen in time fire i kind of I, I just imagined oh that, is that was, what like, you got i was yeah. just like it's a cheesy fake fire both both are good That's and, true. and and he does that thing where you know it's like this kind of creepy narration and step into the twilight twilight zone and then the twilight zone opening which i love yeah yeah and then we're going through a door and then a window lifts and we're going through the window and there's an eyeball and yeah yeah it was it was great and it, it like i found i don't know who did the animation for the beginning but it was great because it's like it's very throwback without oh yeah and it's like cheesy but the visuals are good yeah they yeah they're, like, that's a good balance yeah story. it's it's like it's it's definitely following the tradition but you know a bit updated visuals yeah so we're back in the cells talking to this dude um the captain's in there now and yeah. this guy's like yeah i came from the north pole you know there's no workshop there ha 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 uh he's like i've been everywhere i'm an extreme tourist and he's like i have a youtube channel uh i i had my name legally changed to a traveler um, and everybody's like buying it. Well, yeah. he's not buying it, but the chief is all about it. He's yeah. Like, okay. Extreme traveler. Yeah. It sounds legit. And I, and I love this about you too, because throughout the whole thing, she's super suspicious. She's like, doesn't believe a thing no, that this you know, guy says also like thinks her boss is a jerk and, and kind of like lets it be known in her face. Yeah, clearly <laughs> thinks he's a tool. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, uh, yeah. So this guy's like blowing smoke. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. Everybody knows about the great, you know, captain lane, whatever your name is. And, you know, and and he just keeps like blowing smoke up the guy's ass, and he's but like, he's Ooh. totally t- he's like, give me more stroke that ego, stroke yeah. it. I know, I know, and yeah, we're talking about like how many how many white guys have been undone by their ego. Not enough. There need to be more. There but, need to be more, but I mean, but that's it, right? Is like, like that felt very, you know, and Yuka's standing there being like as fucking if yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and this captain is just like you know bathing in it, like rolling around, like yes, yeah, it, and it just gets like. Time. More extremes. He like keeps he keeps spinning this yarn. Like over time, he's like he's like yeah, you know the uh, I was on the Siberian train for eight hours and everybody was asking me about you know this this captain and you know he's so he's so hard and everybody you know they were like if the North Koreans want to invade they got to go around this town because he's you know and and they're all just like really well I was actually like I was actually kind of interested because like most people seem to be buying it right and part of it's really seemed like part of this. the traveler's power is that he can make, for the most part, he can make people, he can influence them to sort of believe in what he's saying. He can yeah. influence their emotions in some way. 
Um, but I also thought it was interesting because, you know, it's, it's clear that the, the cop shop that they're in, where this party's happening, it has access to the internet, et cetera, et cetera, right? They can communicate with people. They can check the database mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to see if he has warrants. But, you know, I think it also says something about sort of the... Um, the ways in which the North is isolated from full internet connectivity. Yeah. Right? Because nobody thinks to check and see if this guy actually has a YouTube channel. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. Nobody checks to see that, yeah. right? And there's a sort of this assumption, like as soon as he says YouTube, they're like, Ooh. it kind of becomes like, oh, YouTube. Yeah. You know, like we don't do that up here. Yeah. Right? Like, wow, that's, that's, that's a big deal that you have a YouTube channel. I don't really know what it means. Yeah. But it seems to be a thing, right? And I think the captain's old enough that it sort of it takes that on that extra sort of like oh the kids these days yeah like, yeah, yeah you know like oh yeah. this must be a thing um yeah so he's able to blow smoke more that way yeah and then he pulls out, that lack of connectivity yeah. as a shield yeah and and so that's generational too and mm-hmm. and so then he pulls out this super cool futuristic like plastic see-through phone yeah and uh and they're like oh wow and he's like yeah it's a russian design and and then the, and then uh, they get all suspicious yeah and Russia. it's so funny because the <laughs> the captain's like the russians don't make anything they steal everything it's like, yeah, but then, but then it becomes a thing like where he's like, he's talking about, well, the Russians know all about you, and he's like, yeah, ha ha. Um, so Yuka's like not buying it. She wants to check up on this guy, so she she does. She she calls hotels to find out if he's been through. Calls the army base yeah. to see if anybody's been AWOL. Meanwhile, they've let him out of the cell, and he's like yeah. out there partying with everybody and totally charming everybody. Yeah, and doing like karaoke and stuff. Yeah, um, and he's like recording his like little t- YouTube video and. You know, talking about like just talking about like, oh, this is you know, I'm going to be pardoned, and it's such a big deal, and yeah, um, and Yuka doesn't find anything about this guy, um, but just he's like, oh, you know, so they go through this ceremony, they like pardon him or whatever, mm-hmm. and he comes up to her while she's getting food, and he's like, I've just been pardoned, and but you think I'm not telling the truth, you know, and yeah. I brought I brought you a present, don't you want to open it? And she's like, uh, this is messed up. Yeah, he's like, it's what you want most. Yeah, and she's like, you haven't. He's all, you know, you haven't believed a single word that I've said. And da-da-da. And she's like, yep. That's right. Basically, still totally don't trust you. Um, Which I also liked. Yeah. Right? This, like, this lack of conciliation that she has. And she kind of has it for everybody. She, like, doesn't really, you know, she doesn't try to stroke the captain's ego. She she just, like, kind of sits there and is like, you're a fucking Yeah, she just does her her thing. Um, But, yeah, because I I feel like especially, you know, to get to a position and to work in an environment like that, I think indigenous women in particular are expected to be really conciliatory. Yeah. Right. To tell everybody, Oh yeah, no, definitely. Like whatever you're saying for sure, you know? (laughs) And she just like skips over that. She's like, what else? Yeah. Um, So they, yeah. So she brings food to Jack and she's like, what do you, what would you say I want most for, for Christmas? He's like, I don't know, to be one of them. I don't even know who you are anymore. So it's like, that's rough. Yeah. That was, that was a, that was a slam. But I mean, was it? Mm. I don't know, right? Like, maybe, like, I don't know. And then I was like, oh my God, it's going to be like a Jeff Barnaby thing where he like turns her into white woman or something and like this horrible I totally thought that too, yeah. yeah. I was like, the lights are going to go out yeah. and then they're going to come up and she's going to be totally white. And she's going to be like, no! What did I wish for? Yeah. But I mean, but this is, I think, see, so I know we said that this was sort of like a knee deep sort of depth thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it goes a little bit further than that, right? Because... Part of the thing is she doesn't have to become white yeah. to be hyper complicit in this, even more than she already is. True, true. Anyway, we will yeah. get there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Blah, 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 blah. So she asks for Jack to be released and he's like, oh, the captain's like two pardons. I've never done that before. And, and she's like, yes, sir. That would be very jolly of you. Yeah. <laughs> right. And the lights go out. How festive. The emergency lights come up 
Uh, and then all of a sudden there's this interesting thing. The, so the lights go out and all of a sudden it like kind of ruins the mood. Yeah. Cause the traveler's doing karaoke or a traveler yeah. is doing karaoke. He's yeah. really into it. And everybody's having a great karaoke time. Understandable. Yes. Cause karaoke is God. And, and like, what go to win. Yeah. If you know, when karaoke goes, like if karaoke to go out mid song, like no. a tragedy. For no, all. you just fall on the floor and cry. Yeah. But he doesn't. He, no. he clearly, you can kind of see it in his face. He's, he's a bit miffed. Yeah. Um, and then, so the mayor starts getting belligerent you know, mm-hmm. right away there's like like really intensifying conflict, mm-hmm. um, and the traveler blinks, and I <laughs> sneeze, and then it, it yeah it <laughs> seems like he is controlling like he brings the lights back up like it it seems yeah like that. and it's and it's unclear right like this yeah. is part of the thing it's like it's all ambiguous what yeah. his powers are and aren't yeah right I was it, like is he just a boring human yeah, yeah. you never know until the end well um, yeah. So, okay, and then, so then he starts talking about, he's like, I wouldn't pardon Jack McCoy if you're missing, you know, if I were you, he, if you're missing tools, you're missing about $1,000 worth of tools that are in his car. Yeah. He start, and he starts and it's casting. And he's like, he's, you know, because the, the intention's being taken off. Right? Yeah. You yeah. Know, he's the, he's the yeah. center of focus. He's doing the karaoke, then the, the power goes out, and then he overhears them talking about pardoning Jack. Yeah. And he's like, um, hello, I'm right here. It's all like, about me. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving you everything you want. I think it's yeah. part of his thing, right? Like, everybody's having a great time. I've been nothing but nice to you. Yeah. You know, I've got presents. I'm, you know, do, I'm making things interesting. Like, yeah. and now you're not paying attention to me? And then everybody, and then things change a little bit. Uh, the captain finally starts to get suspicious. He's like, how do you know about these tools? Um, and then a traveler's like, I know things about this town and about you people. And he starts talking about like secrets that people have things that they don't want other people to know he's doing this in public and sowing discontent yeah and and uh for to yuka's um you know to be to be fair to yuka she like immediately steps in to defend her brother too she's like yeah he hasn't stolen a single thing in his life if those tools are there you put them there yeah like, how dare you like she really steps up right yeah. like okay so, so somebody goes out to check jack's car yeah, somebody and goes out, which also is so shitty. Yeah, right. Immediately like this, they're like, "Oh, go check." You yeah, know? like it must. This complete it must stranger is like, yeah, somebody that they've known apparently for a billion years, <laughs> who has clearly, yeah. like, you know, not done anything of this nature before. Now they've decided he's stolen a thousand dollars worth of tools. Yeah. So they send some pigs out to check, um, and then, as you mentioned, the traveler starts getting. Um, real personal and, yeah. yeah I know things about this town and I know things about you people and, and he starts the, telling people like yeah. private shit that he shouldn't yeah, know yeah really really bad stuff that's causing conflict and so and then and then lights keep popping on and off and that's the thing too is everybody's like no that's a lie that's not true but I, you know it's interesting because when I was hearing it I was assuming it was true uh, yeah sure I'll have some more wine excellent <laughs> but his whole thing is like what is it like a you know lies on that you become true when you believe them or some some sort of thing like so everybody's right, so denying it, and I was like, "No, it, you know, it's they yeah, must I be was true. Like, it must be secrets that people have." Yeah, but maybe not. Maybe not. Like, cause, cause the thing he was lying about Jack stealing, the, right. they didn't find any tools. Because I mean, but that oh, that's so interesting, right? Because his whole thing, Yuka's whole thing, is that everybody else thinks that he's a great guy. Yeah, right. And the captain she's says, just, like, yeah, you know, she's I, I really, I, like, I trust him. He's clearly a nice guy. He's got this YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, and Yuka doesn't believe him, but then yeah. we're sort of believing him as well. That's true. Because we know that there's something off about him, and he must so- somehow know these things. About yeah. People. And even okay, so later on, he accu- his whole thing is working up to accusing the captain of selling a secret to the Russians mm-hmm. about the location of this shed where the connection, uh, the electrical connection between the town and the army bases. So it's yeah. like this vulnerable spot, and uh, and because the captain goes bombing out there, uh, the you know the this 
uh, traveler says, oh, are you going to go warn the Russians? Or because he's or the Americans. Yeah, because he's like, then he pretends to be a special agent. Yeah. Right? He lies about being special a special agent. agent. Hayes. There's yeah. widespread corruption in this town. Yeah. And then he implies that the sheriff is under investigation. It's the right. sheriff, actually, that he's really going for. Yeah. And Yuka follows him and believes the lie or believes what the guy says. And, and I, like, up until the second, I was like, oh, yeah, like he did. He totally sold, like you know sold this to the russians yeah. or whatever but he never admits it and in fact he's kind of like no it's this is not true like yeah and so that's interesting too because i was like well he told the truth about that and then i'm like but we never actually get it confirmed that he did any he was engaged well, that's it, right because the yeah. whole thing is set up for us to dislike him yeah right? he's yeah, yeah. clearly a, a, oh, he's like, such he's a, a chauvinist he's got yeah. this huge ego he clearly is like you know if not like a full-blown ass like malevolent racist at least yeah. one of those like quote-unquote like burnout nine yeah. racist like yeah burnout yeah, burn but yeah. we don't actually know any of that about it. no that's true we just assume that and then and so like we're set up to dislike him and not yeah. want to trust us i think you know yeah i'm not i'm not sure this guy actually tells the truth about anything because he, he like so the other thing too is he's telling yuka that you know uh she doesn't have to worry about this captain anymore he's gonna you know, basically something's going to happen to him and then she's going to take over the job. And then he kind of mocks her because he's like, you believed it. You know, this is the gift you wanted. Yeah. You believed, you didn't believe anything I said until I said something that that would benefit you to believe. Yeah. But she never really like indicates that she's like interested in taking over either. But, but she is right. Like that's, that's because I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, you're reading that into that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I identified with her a fair bit, right? Because she's in this institution. Yeah. She clearly has all sorts of misgivings. You know, she yeah. clearly didn't want to arrest her brother and yeah. bring him in. She wasn't like, yeah, you deserve it, bro. Like, you suck. Yeah. You know, she like she has all these ambivalent feelings about it. But she, you know, she's in this job where she has to eat shit every day from this asshole boss that she has. Yeah. Right? Of course she wants to take over. I she, mean, maybe. You know, and he reads that into her. She says, yeah. you know, this guy doesn't care about the community. He doesn't care about the land. And he doesn't yeah. care about your about people. About your people. Yeah, yeah. Right? But and she so never like, really... She's never kind of like... She never shows any complicity in it. You know, she's never like, oh... But she does because she believes him when he, she, he says that... Yeah. The captain... Is going to get, like, killed or something. Secrets. Yeah, that's true. Like, she does believe it. And then she kind of thinks something's going to happen to him. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I think she does have this latent desire because that's the thing, right? It's like, her brother calls it out, too. You want to be one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. what's a better way of... You know, she thinks that she can take over, make change for the inside, etc. Right, et right, 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 right. But, you know, you become the boss of the police station. You're the boss cop. No yeah. matter, you know, whether yeah. you're native or non-native, right? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, don't I, know. I, I, like, I saw that as, like, a real thing. Like, I thought he really read her. Probably, or I mean, that's a pretty safe bet to make as well. No matter who you're talking to, that like any sort of person who is working under a boss, that they probably want to take over or, or feel that they would do a better job. Like I yeah, think that's totally. a pretty safe. Yeah, bet. especially somebody like that who does yeah. all of this just yeah. BS stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he says he's this like special agent for a while, but then okay, so they 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 at that point they like they put him back into the cell because they're like we don't know what's going on. You're weird. Yeah, you're they, weird they, now. They double check with the FBI. They have no agent. Yeah. That they can find under that name. And then that one scary, the one, one of the two kind of scary parts that actually happened. So they walk into the cell. Yeah. They walk back into the holding area and they're shining their lights to the, the, you know, the uh, lights are out again. So they're shining their flashlights and he's got his back turned to them. And you see these like two sort of classic alien antennas sticking out. Yeah. And I didn't catch it the first time because it was actually, it happened pretty quickly. Yeah. And And you're just supposed to see a flash of it. And then he kind of puts his head on his head and kind of pushes them down into his skull. Yeah. Or puts his hat on or something. And so, and, and I love it because the, the cop, the captain there, he's like, what the actual fuck, which is like such a, 
like a nowism. Like, totally. I wonder if it's really going to date that episode later. Be like, what? Yeah, what is sure. actual? What does the actual mean in this sentence? Yeah, what, yeah. what the actual fuck? Huh? Yeah. That, why were you talking like that back in the old days, Grant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, I don't know. I, I also find that really interesting, right? Because I feel like things that get dated now mm-hmm. are really different from things that are going to get dated in the future because yeah, yeah. there's so much more record now. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just like an increasingly massive universal record that like you can look back on stuff and being like, oh, it's so corny that you used to say was up. But <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows what was up means. It's true. I don't know. I guess it, it depends because like as as that record sort of expands as more and more media is out there i find like it's it's less and less likely that people are going to watch and like be able to watch enough of it to catch it all i don't know i think you give it give it a couple generations and some of this stuff you're gonna have to explain it to people like yeah yeah it's already happens with my kids sometimes they say things oh my god the thing with dank was so funny when they were explaining that what you know what dank means and we're like (laughs) no we know what dank means like we know what it actually means and they're like no like that's not a word we made up that word i don't know it was no, wild did not make anyway. up what dank is. or when when my kid was like hey have you ever heard of pink floyd <laughs> have you ever heard this great album dark side of the moon <laughs> that was amazing oh my god what a moment you know, but i felt the same like i have a distinct memory of finding my dad's old led zeppelin four cassette tape yeah and running upstairs and being like have you guys ever heard this great song stairway to heaven it happens. It's going to happen to us all. Oh, God. Like, I've been the giver and I've been the receiver. Ugh, wild. In that moment. And also just, like, the YouTube references and stuff. Because, like, yeah. who knows how long YouTube's going to be around. Yeah, totally. Like, Vine was what a thing for a while. and have a YouTube yeah. channel? I don't, yeah. like, even I don't really entirely get the whole youtube no like, I, I definitely don't my kids my kids are super into youtubers yeah. and they i mean they've talked to my ear off about it so i have a vague idea but i it's not like something i'm i can't imagine finding that inter like oh my god listen to how old you sound i can't i can't imagine find that well i mean part <laughs> of it for me is like when you watch a video i love reading because you can read at your own speed so you can read really fast you can skim you can know when you watch a video you have to do it at the speed it's recorded that is boring as hell <laughs> I don't want to, I don't need, you know, it's like when you read those recipe articles on blogs or whatever, and it's got like a bajillion hour long story of yeah. like, and this is how I learned to and you're make like, just spaghetti give, marinara. Yeah. And you're like, oh, give me the damn me. recipe. Yeah. And so you yeah. scroll all the way down and uh, find the actual recipe. You can't do that with a video oh because you don't know where the actual content that you want to see starts. We talk so about boring. dating ourselves. We're like, this is so funny because yeah, my, my, if my kids were to listen to this right now, they'd be rolling their eyes so hard. They would literally fall out of their heads. And like, True. just go across the floor. Like, it's be also, like, you guys don't get it. It's also ironic because we're recording a podcast. And I know. it's sort of the same thing, but audio. Like, you exactly. can't just scroll. Although, apparently, you can listen to them at two times speed. Wow. So we sound like chipmunks? <laughs> now, all the two times speed people are like, what, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. I, I, and actually, to be honest, like, podcasts kind of annoy me. Other than ours. <laughs> I, sometimes I, I try to listen to podcasts. And I'm like, this fucking sucks, man. I've been getting, I've actually been getting more into podcasts lately. I've, yeah. I've been a little guilty because I'm like, I don't listen to that many podcasts. Yeah. I should. Yeah. And so like, especially because I've been doing a lot of road trips and stuff lately. I was like, you know, I'm just going to download some podcasts. I've been having a great time listening to them. Well, actually, I've only been listening to one. I, I can't. But it's great. Which one? Uh, Secret Feminist Agenda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And part of it is because like she used to live here and yeah. did the Witch Please podcast, yeah. and so like I've you know sort of been around and seen some of that. But like I don't give a shit about Harry Potter. No offense to all the Harry yeah. Potter fans, yeah. which apparently is everybody else in the universe. I know, Sam. Um, but I was like Secret Feminist Agenda, and I was feeling really. I've been feeling really bummed on feminism lately because mm. 
I've been like rereading Legit. a bunch of stuff and just being like, oh God, like it's all predicated on like this unexamined, all these unexamined colonial assumptions and mm-hmm. it's so boring and all of this falls apart as soon as you recognize that indigenous ontologies exist and mm-hmm. indigenous lifeways exist. So I'm like, oh, it's so boring to read all this feminist theory. But, you know, she has a lot of interviews with different kinds of feminists who don't necessarily make those assumptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like way, it's just way more interesting to listen to than it is to like pick up a book. Like I got this book called the Xeno Feminist Manifesto right now. I'm like, it's like, oh, cool. It's, you know, feminism. Yeah, like yeah. this is going to be really interesting. It's yeah. all about sort of denaturalizing this idea of the body and of nature and all this stuff. I started reading it and I was like, that's the same. Snorefest. Totally. Yeah. Total snorefest. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, maybe podcasts are a little bit more interesting because it's more conversational. Yeah. I think when there's interviews and stuff like that, or it's like folks I know, I, I like that podcast because I was on it and I got to choose my own. And that's the thing. I didn't realize you were on it. So I'm like listening. That's so funny. Like, and this episode comes on. It's like interview with Chelsea Bell. Ah! And I was like, I don't I got to choose my theme music, so I got I to choose ACDC, <laughs> ACDC back in black. And that's the thing is that ACDC came on, and I was like, oh, Chelsea asked for that. Didn't he? Yeah. I was like, yes, I've always wanted theme music. Yeah, that was hilarious. Oh, so great. Yeah. But yeah, no, you you both like are on the show, and then in a couple episodes after that, you're mentioned as that's well. Funny. Somebody is that's like, so Chelsea funny. Vowell, like, amazing thinker, who's like, da, 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 like, giving me a lot of incredible information and has really changed my thinking on a lot of things. It was actually on, uh, you did a bunch of tweets on ableism. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, it was like a little mini episode on ableism, and um, Hannah sort of like credits you with sort of giving her a lot to think about on ableism. Hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's, that's cool. So wild. I'm into it. I don't know anything. Well, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, no, I, uh, my favorite is when like uh, every once in a while I'll meet somebody and they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, uh, Molly Swain. Do you know Molly Swain? And I'll be like, ah! <laughs> when does that ever happen? No, it, it's happened. It's definitely happened. Yeah, Since it's like when do people know me but not know that you know me? I, I, I don't think that's real. No, yeah, that's totally real. Because, no, because you people, have to be the famous one. You have to be the fulcrum so that I don't have to do any of that work. That's dude, my. That's all I want out of my life. We're making everybody famous. Every, everybody is going to have those weird experiences. I shudder. Yeah. I shudder. It's I and I think I think partially social media is to blame for that too because people mm. there's a there's a sort of a. Uh, a like an intimacy there that doesn't actually exist. Totally. So like if people follow you on Twitter and, and they, they, they feel like they really get to know you, then when they meet you, you know, they're like, Oh, I follow you on Twitter. And like, it's like this weird, like, yeah, I think, yeah. I think, I think a fair amount of people actually do experience that where they're just I mean, like, like I'm dating somebody who I initially met through the internet and had a crush on through the internet. That's so funny. I, I mean, I, so I can't, and I've also dated people who've been like, I had such a tw- Twitter crush on you. And I'm like, that's terrifying. <sighs> But also, I am also that person. So oh God! What does that say? Do? No, do? I, I also met my partner on on the interwebs. Here we it are. Was just yeah, that's yeah. who just date. Upload my consciousness already. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Everybody can have a Molly Swain in their life. Oh God! <laughs> I could have gone anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what what were we talking? What are we doing again? In their car. <laughs> in their. In their, in their brain, in their wine, and that's as far in their as cheese goes. culture, in their cheese, <laughs> in their viticulture, <laughs> on their viticulture farm with all the cows. <laughs> oh my God! Wow, that was a that was an interesting Where, tangent. Okay, what were we doing? Um, uh, oh yeah, he's got he's got like little and yeah. Jack's like yeah, you look like a snail. Yeah, Jack's Jack's like there the whole time. Jack, you're really holding it down. Everybody. Yeah, Jack Jack didn't freak out. He was just like yeah, it was weird, man. No, I, and I kind of love it, but I also have some Where's thoughts. Where's my pie? I also have some thoughts about it, right? Yeah. Um, but maybe we can talk about them okay. in a bit. But okay. anyway, so uh, so Pendleton, the chief, 
Uh, the sheriff guy is like... Is his name Pendleton or Pennington? Pendleton. I think no. like the blanket. Like the blanket? For I, real? I thought Pendleton like the blanket. Oh my God, you're right. He's not a cozy guy. No, no. Dislike. Okay. Um, but anyway, so um, Pendleton starts getting like, take off your hat yeah. right now. Like, what the hell's going on? He, he really is like, at this point, he's like, there is spooky shit happening. Yeah. Um, and then the guy gets all threatening and scary. Totally. He totally is like... Um, I've been nothing but nice. I have been nothing but nice to you. What does he say? Something like, um, if, you know, are you sure you want to do this? Uh, you don't want to experience irreversible remorse. Yeah. That was a weird line. I was like, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, at this point, it's like, he's showing his hand a little bit. Like he's, he's got power behind him. Yeah. Um, he's not just like this sort of smiling, happy go lucky YouTuber. No. Or whatever. And it's, yeah, his story keeps changing. And this is where he does the whole thing where he's like, yeah, uh, there's a Spetsnaz force coming, you know, and this is where he like screws him up. If a hostile force were to invade, they just have to blow up that one shed. There's a shed here somewhere and you know where it is. And like, and then he puts it on the captain. Yeah. Right. And instead of, you know, stroking his ego now, he's he's saying like, you have power. Yeah. You have this knowledge. And now you're the one who's used it for bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so he runs off. And then, okay, and then now his voice starts getting weird every once in a while. So it gets yeah, like this sort of... Yeah, re- yeah, and he's like, um, you and I are just work rants. He's talking to Yuka. Uh, we have lots of bosses, but soon we'll be running the place. Um, and that's, yeah, and then she... There's this moment where he's like, uh, you accepted the lie, and, and then she's like, no, it's not too late. And that's when she goes says, after. You know, he, he also talks about you'll be running this, but you'll be working for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It's like it's yeah. not this idea that you know you're going to have autonomy. No, within this new regime, yeah. you're just going to have a new boss. But you're going to be working for us, and you'll get to run the show for us. So she goes chases chases the uh, the the captain. Yeah. Um, she pulls up. She's got a shotgun, and she's like, "You're under arrest." And he's and that's when he's kind of like, you know, no, like. You know, we're all kind of being manipulated or yeah, whatever. They, they made it to the shed. Yeah. They're there. The shed is real. Yeah, the shed one. is That's real. That's outrageous. Yeah. That, that was the least believable part of this. Really? Story, that doesn't surprise me at all. It's a... Sh- no, it's not an underground bunker with like a million... Like, no, because it's, it's just an electrical grid. securities. Like, so the... Yeah, no, it's just... I mean, like... No, it's not. It, yeah, I no, I, I, I totally thought like, that was... There's just this one random highly classified shed in the middle of nowhere. Why not? It's like... In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but I mean, kids are going to find it and fuck it up. Uh, That's what kids do. Yeah, I don't know. Not if it's far enough out. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I know. I I didn't think the shed was believable, but what do I know about secret American military installations? Yeah, and then all of a sudden we see all these lights in the sky. And it's UFOs! It's UFOs! UFOs everywhere! Uh, So many UFOs! I was so hoping that it was going to be like something else, but it was UFOs, whatever. It was. It's fine. Which I was, I was sort of pegging the UFO thing because they see the bright light in the sky and then the bright light yeah, the begins away. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's it's aliens. And then uh, Jack also <laughs> he's still there and he's like, hey buddy, like can you do your magic thing on my cell door and let me out too? Yeah. And uh, the traveler's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. Bing, bing's him open. And he never says anything about Jack. Like he doesn't manipulate Jack at all because I guess like Jack has nothing to that he can do for him. But also I think you know part of the thing is everybody else has. Like, I found Jack a really interesting character because on the one hand, he's so chill, but he's so chill that he's sort of this indigenous man who's given up any hope of autonomy. Yeah. He's taken up his loserness. 
I guess right? so. He says, you know, Christmas makes me feel like a loser. Yeah. And then at one point he says, like, well, things, you know, how bad could things be with you guys running? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Show. Yeah. And then, you know, the Which, traveler like, sort legit. of blossoms out into his full alien form. And he's like sort of a classic alien yeah. looking guy. And Jack just like kind of turns away and, and walks away. Like, no, he doesn't freak out. He doesn't scream. He doesn't cry. He just goes and gets some pie. But yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, oh, cool, another invader. Yeah. And same I, I, old, same old. I loved that. So, yeah, because like, that's the whole thing, right? Is why people are so scared of aliens because they're like, oh my gosh, they're going to come colonize us and yeah. make us lesser. And and Jack's just like, man, been through this shit before. Like, I'll survive. <laughs> like, I don't, I kind of, I, I kind of hated that though. I got that that was the joke. But mm-hmm. I kind of mm-hmm. hated that, mm-hmm. right? That like total lack of hope, that total lack of yep. spark to try to resist yeah. takeover. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like you're just you're so defeated well. He didn't that resist like, well, any well, of it. Whatever. He didn't resist getting arrested well, I mean, or you know, like because it's like it's also her, it's his family. Yeah, right. Like it's his sister, and yeah. like she clearly like is kind of looking out for him a bit, even in, in this to, weird way. Yeah. Right. But I mean, maybe that's part of what he's he's tried to accept as well, right? Because clearly she's also. You know, she's trying to decide if it's worth being assimilated into this new mm-hmm, regime, mm-hmm. right? Because she, she's assimilated into the old regime because she thinks she can make change there. Yeah. And part of what this whole thing is is the traveler's trying to convince her that things are going to be better under his own control. Yeah. Right. That auto- that that autonomy and self determination. That's not actually autonomy and self determination. Yeah. Right? That liberation into another form of oppression yeah and then i didn't like okay so at the end then you have the narrator narrator again jordan peele and he's talking about you know um she found out that myth and mistruth are the same thing and i was just like wait a minute like i don't know i just i thought that was a bit unfortunate read that differently than a lot of the mainstream audience yeah because i mean that's the thing is a lot of like so it, it made me immediately think of like indigenous like oral traditions which are often classified as myths which are often also classified as myth, mistruths, right? Like as mm. not true. And so I was like, eh, I didn't like that. See, I was getting, I was getting the impression, like fake news stuff, especially with all the Russia yeah. stuff, like the Russian references. Maybe. I was, I was sort of getting this sort of like fake news. Like he's giving everybody fake news. Yeah. Right. And he's just saying it. And then they all decided that it's true because it supports their biases. Yeah. Right. Like all of the, the people partying in the precinct start fight, like yeah. physically fist fighting each other. Cause they, yeah, they already dislike each other because and they it's already, just like, yeah. yeah, they're like, Oh, this is, this is obviously true. You suck. Yeah. So what does it mean to sort of give into your own implicit bias? Yeah. I don't um, know. But I did like that to me, wasn't the main message of no. the thing. The main message to me was we need to be careful as indigenous people of, you know what like is what we're struggling for another form of assimilation co-optation oppression mm-hmm. control yeah or is what we're struggling for liberation yeah. that to me was the message yeah, of this yeah, episode yeah. yeah but i'm wondering because of that jordan peele outro yeah it was weird of like oh you're gonna believe what you want to believe and yeah. you should be careful you know like i, I don't know it was and i don't I, know i, I found that really interesting because i feel like it's it's been easier in the past to parse sort of what white people are going to get out of yeah. this no, and it. I, yeah, but I this really am not sure. Stories or yeah. something. It was odd. Yeah, like I said, it kept kind of like almost going there and then pulling back and like becoming something else. And same same with this guy, like this A traveler, right? Like, like, and maybe that's part of it is just like we were applying all the tropes that we've been exposed to, right? Mm. So like, as I was thinking, I'm like, okay, uh, alien, spy, uh, ancestor, would have been awesome like you know or something like spirit something like and you know or maybe he's just human and he's just like like kind of like a techno douchebag like yeah Yeah. 
I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. Okay. So let's let's talk about ratings. It's like we've entered the twilight zone. We We don't know what's going on. We don't. (laughs) Jordan Peele, you win this round. Lol. He wins uh, every round. I'm terrified. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least I, I, it's, it's funny because I definitely was expecting some head crunching action. Oh, well, I was expecting just to have nightmares for the rest of my life. To cry. Yeah. Forever. I was expecting to not even be able to look at gifts <laughs> of this episode. Right. Because I would be crying my eyes out. But okay. So what are we going to rate this out of? Uh, what did we say? Rod Serling? Yeah. 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 So you, you explain what's going on. Oh God. I, I always, okay. So, um, one, Rod Serling is, this sucked, and it was terrible, and you would wipe your hiney with it and, like, never speak of it again. Okay, but I try not to wipe my hiney with things that are that bad. It's, because they might, like, yeah, enter your bloodstream. Yeah, there's a lot of mucus membrane and stuff. And, like, infect you. Yeah. And then you turn into something, like, like a captain. hybrid of, yeah. I'd um, be like, come to my Christmas party, and if you don't, you're fired. Yeah, and I'll pardon you. Uh, and, and five rod serlings are it's amazing it's great uh, you'd show it at your wedding before your baby pictures oh that's really I nice. don't know do people do that at weddings I don't I have never seen a single baby picture at a wedding oh um, I don't know I don't really nobody I know we were talking about this everybody I know gets shacked up nobody actually gets married so same I, uh, everybody my I only is like broke and or like not straight and or yeah an my experiences and or, yeah. with weddings are bo- mo- mostly for movies yeah. Yeah. We're apparently like if we've ever seen baby pictures in a movie. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, okay. But also you can officially give it the cook'em stamp of approval. We talked right. about this last right. time. Uh, and so I'm, I think you should add that to your okay. review. Right, right. So there's also a rating where you can like you can extra cook'em stamp it. You'd yeah. be like, this is so cook'em good. <laughs> you cook him, you cook him, love it. Cook him friggin' good. <laughs> I'm not gonna give that this. Uh, fair. I'm gonna give fair. this, uh, I'm gonna give this three Rod Serlings. Yeah, um, I just like don't really know what it was trying to accomplish, and I thought it was kind of meandering, and I wanted more indigenous like content. Um, and I'm, I have many questions, none of them that are exciting. I'm just sort of like, me. It was, uh, I, I love that there, there's a reboot of Twilight Zone. I will always love Twilight Zone. Um, and not all of them are going to be awesome. And this one was just kind of meh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go a little bit further. I'm going to give this a four out of five Rod Sertlings. Uh, and it's because, like, I don't know, I feel like we... I don't even want to say we've been spoiled because the bar is so low, mm-hmm. but this is another uh, instance of media in which an indigenous woman is the main character and she talks. Mm-hmm. And also in this one, she didn't even get a little bit naked. Yeah, that's And true. like, you know, we talked about sort of like the importance of having in, uh, good and healthy sexual expression as something that indigenous women get to see ourselves doing and being capable of and having modeled for us, etc. But it's also nice to see that like, you know, she's... There was no reason for a titty to be out. It was cold. And so no titties so were out. It was great. Yeah. And it was... Yeah. Because I feel like other shit that we've watched would make an... Ex- yeah. Like, titties would be out. Yeah. It would be like, for oh, no we reason. need to do a polar bear dip. A nude polar bear dip. Oh, totally. So, tits out, everyone. Oh, um, yes. So anyway, so that to me, like, still, I am not... I am not willing to just treat the fact that um, there's an indigenous woman main character with... N- normal ass lines mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. her thing as something that I'm going to take for granted. I hope one day I can take it for granted 
please God, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm not there yet. I took points off because she was a cop, though. I was oh, like, oh, a copaganda. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and well, I don't know if it was copaganda because so much of it actually really seemed to be highlighting how much uh, sort of like cops abuse their power. Yeah. At, at, at every stage, like she's abusing her. Yeah, power. Yeah, all copaganda is about her. cops abusing power, though. That's it's, a good point. Like that literally all point. of it. Like, yeah. yeah. But anyway, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, in this, like, nobody comes out the moral victim. No, you're not like, ooh, yay, the cops were the good guys. Yeah, they they abused their power, but they came out uh, on top at the end, so it was yeah. great, right? Yeah. Nobody comes out on top at the no, end. Of they this, just got for, I guess, the aliens, right? Yeah, the, who knows? And, and what's yeah, and also like, no hint that there's going to be any sort of resistance to this invasion. I would love That's to true. see that be like, she's like, all right, I'm, I'm out of here with my brother and we're going to go back on the land. Totally. And- or at least she takes her gun and she goes, and yeah. points it at the sky. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm going to downgrade a little bit. I'm going to give it a 3.5 because you're go. totally right. right? Like, I, give I, was, I, I had sort of the, the starry-eyed, rosy-eyed. I was like, oh, it's a native woman and she has long yeah. lines. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I, no, the, it's the, still so new and exciting. No, we expect more. This yeah. is our fifth season. We expect more. But we haven't gotten anywhere close to more. No. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, I thought, um, you know, the portrayal of her and her brother uh, was good and interesting, their dynamic. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a lot with very little in terms of the scripts. Yes, yes um, sure. Which I appreciated. The uh, portrayal of the douchebag police chief was spot on. I don't yeah. know. You could, like, go talk to any cop you know now, and, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure is the exact same person. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the alien was really interesting. Um... For a lot of different reasons, uh, I thought he really, you know, the point of him was to to create discord yeah. um, in all sorts of different subtle ways, including yeah. by offering you what you want. But which I, I mean, thought was really interesting. Yeah, I think the only, but the only, his real purpose was to find the location of that shed. That was it, because mm-hmm. that's where they want to attack. Mm-hmm. All that other stuff was sort of like superfluous. I, I feel like it was a bit of misdirection on oh. his part, but also just in terms of the story, I was like. Mm. Okay. Anyway. No, no, but I, but I liked yeah. it, right? Because it, like, it shows the different ways that you can be manipulated. Yeah. And yeah. manipulated against other people that you know. How dare he But he never he never tries to touch way. the relationship between the brother and the sister, which no. I liked. Yeah. Because like he doesn't... That would have been an easy one. He does it with everybody else, right? Yeah. He says, like, oh, Jack stole these tools. Mm-hmm. And she's like, obviously he didn't. Yeah. And he never tries to convince her. Yeah. Right? He's trying to convince everybody else, but he never tries to touch that relationship between them. Mm. Which I was like, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I It wasn't as scary as I thought it would be, which was great. Um, yeah, it was it was fine. It was, I don't know, like, I'm still feeling kind of confused, right? Because yeah, I feel same. like we took something out of it that other people, like, yeah. that wasn't the point of the story, yeah, but yeah, was yeah. there. Yeah. So, I don't know. Jordan, Jordan uh, Peele. You should just come visit us and explain. Yeah, come, come tell us what it's all about Jordan Peele. Um, but can we meet in a fully lit room in the <laughs> middle of the day? Maybe just not even a room. Maybe in just like a wide open field. Yeah, and don't be creepy at all, please. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, don't don't bring any camera angles. Don't bring like just weird music and leave. don't slow things. Don't walk in slow motion. Yeah, leave the like violin section. Yeah, at, at home. home. Yeah. So because we don't need that screeching no. violin. No, no. And you can we can have a conversation about yeah. it because I would love to hear what Jordan Peele thought of this. Yeah, for sure. Um, cool. But yeah, we know what we thought of it, and uh, thank you do so we? much for joining us. <laughs> You're on. Yes, we did. <laughs> Somewhat, maybe. And Odo Pemsu Squawak Kitsa Kitsa Kuk. Matey in space! 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 Space!